0: Hello, good morning, oh good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. I am at, we are we are more than wool weather. I am wool, I don't know if you can see it, wool pantsuit and woolly mittens weather. The weather, (laughs) I only talk about the weather when I have to like put on certain garments. Right? That so it's 31 degrees here today. Good morning, Monia. And 31 degrees is definitely wool weather. Uh, I obviously don't have heating in my apothecary because I like the jars to stay at a cooler temperature. And even freezing temperatures are better for them than really hot temperatures. So even in the summer, I had them, they're tucked back into the woods so they stay, it stays actually much cooler in here um, than elsewhere. So, which is great for the jars. It just requires wearing a wool pantsuit from me. <laughs> so, and I'm really, so to give you some perspective, of where I'm at this year compared to last year. And then I want to get into this download. So because this has something to do with it, mindset is everything. So last year, last September, we moved full time onto our 22 acre property in Southeast Missouri. And we had been literally chasing the summer for the past almost like three and a half, say three years, three and a half years. We had been chasing the summer. Uh, That was all we wanted. We just stayed in the summertime. Good morning, Jenna. And summer was our jam. So last winter was our first full winter in one location in an uninsulated metal school bus that gets to be the same temperature outside. So in the summertime, it's 110 in our bus. If it's 110 outside, it's 31 degrees in our bus. If it's 31 degrees outside. So we have a a diesel heater going when we wake up, but at nighttime, we don't keep a heater going or anything. So we have to acclimate. We spend a lot of time outside, out of the bus, um, because this is my desire. My desire was to live as close and in tune with nature as possible. And this lifestyle, is allowing me to do that, which I am so grateful for. Good morning, Lacey. So, uh, so it's thirty-one degrees. I'm thirty-one degrees. <laughs> like it just—it is what it is. And last year, Travis and I were so scared of the winter. It was such a scary thing because when we had lived in Southern California, the winters were so cold and wet and dark, and we were in this canopy of pines and cedar trees, so we got no sunshine because we were surrounded by evergreens. Well, as last winter progressed, there was these, like today, it's a beautiful blue sky, there's snow still all over the ground, but the sun is shining, and when the sun shines, which the sun shines more days than not in southeast Missouri, e- even during the winter, something happens it's not so bad. There's this like, there's this warmth, even though it's not the full warmth from the summer, you know, like a summer sun, it's still warmth. So last winter on 17 degree days, we were outside filling water and doing all of this stuff. And the sun was shining. And we're like, this is not what we thought it was going to be. This is beautiful and wonderful. And we can walk anywhere we want without bugs and spiders like webs all over our faces and we're not covered in ticks and there's no chiggers and it's cold and beautiful and you go for a walk and you warm up in your snowsuit and the perspective shift happened on such it happened almost on a cellular level where as this winter was approaching, there was absolutely no fear. It was, it was a giddiness, an excitedness. And while my fingers are cold, it, that is not a problem. I'm so grateful for the shift in season to give me the ability that I can go walk all around my property and go see what's blooming and growing when the snow melts. And there's an aliveness still And yet, in the depth of winter here, and I was so amazed when I was walking around all last winter to see how many wild edibles, specifically, were growing everywhere. There was so much food as far as greens and onions and things like that are concerned. And then if you are a meat eater or not, but we do eat deer if we get one, um, you know, sub-sub we have so many greens growing and so much food abundance here and so it's such a shift from like the city mentality of lack and dark and cold and expensive because heaters and keeping your house warm is very expensive to being out here where we just start a fire and a wood stove and there's wood abundantly around us and so the shift has been palpable especially with this first snow already, I'm like giddy instead of fearful of this winter. So good morning, Claire. I see you there. Hello. So the download has everything to do with this mindset shift because if it wasn't for the impending winter and the food shortage and all of these like doom and gloom of winter that is happening in like counterculture as well as just globally there's this very like impending doom happening right now in the world and i think we often can feel that way seasonally there's this impending doom of like winter's coming and for us that was the way it was last year and i feel the same way when i'm sharing about lifestyle culture versus this culture that I want to bring in. And that is such like the duality, the dichotomy, the doomsday, how can I possibly know it? And I've been really struggling with that this month. I've really been processing and unraveling, like how do we usher in this new paradigm into the world? And this morning it was like, ta-da, okay. And it's always so simple, right? When we are in the process, and we're always in the process, right, of remembering our magical selves, it's not a versus. It's not lifestyle culture versus nature culture. It's not lifestyle versus lifestyle culture versus life honoring culture. It is us fully integrated into the present reality that we are integrating our magical selves. So we start shifting our own tiny little energy spaces. And eventually I bump into people's energy, even going to the local Walmart or going to the, I do tons of events where I come in contact with hundreds of people. I know that my magical self is bumping into people's energy, sparking them to remember their magical selves. This is not a versus, this is not a this or them. And I've been, I in this lifestyle culture that our current paradigm is in, it's all dual, dualism. It's all male, female, uh, poor, rich, elite, masses, uh, left, right, red, blue. It's all verses. And I had gotten stuck. Sorry, I got something in my eye. I had gotten stuck in that same thinking. And that is not this process. This process is transmuting, is the alchemy, is the shift into a vibration and yes we're all like well yeah of course it is like duh you know when you're in the doomsday thinking like I was last winter and like fearful of winter and if we're gonna wind up like the Donner party out here because (laughs) we have no warmth and like you go to these places that are so preposterous and You go to these thoughts that are just like, ah, it's the end, I don't know, I can't do it. Like I got there with this and I don't know how, I don't know how I, because it was important because this is so much a part of our current paradigm that it's the, I felt it was a way for me to communicate clearly And with communication, we often use the vocabulary or the words that we hear the most, which is, which is duality, white or black, right or left, peace or love, or love and hate, blah, blah, blah. Like it's all these either ors and, you know, it's, it's one or the other. And if you are anything like me, you are not a one or the other. Like, you're like, no, I don't want either. (laughs) I want this totally different thing. (laughs) And that is what it is. Seeing that there's an obvious duality in this current paradigm, in this current lifestyle culture. But when we wake up to our magical selves, we transcend through, I think is the right word. Because it's not beyond, it's not above, through. We transcend through the duality and we can still see it. We can still feel it. We're still very much a part of it. And yet when you're through it, just like the veil, when you're on the other side of the veil, you just have more options. You just can see. It's not that this current, like when you're able to see visions or you're able to see fairies or you're able to see, uh, people or you're able to see these things it's not that this physical world around us disappears it really is that there's just more to see like you still see the trees you still see the snow you still see whatever you see in front of you and in addition to you also see fairy folk and you also see the gnome people and you also see people that have passed on and you also see things flying in the sky. And so it's not a either or. You're, we're still living in this world that uh, reigns, <laughs> that duality reigns in. Yet, when we transcend through that, we see more possibilities. We see more opportunities around us. We see more options. It's not just one or the other, we step through it and it's an integrative process. And so, so much of what I love doing and helping women when I do sessions with them is finding that way through the either or, like I'm stuck. This is my option or this is my option or this is what's going on and I don't see another way. I love walking women through this process because it gives us the ability to create space of being more than what we currently are. It gives us more options and more resources and more allowing, it gives us the opportunity to just be more of ourselves. And I. so much of us were taught as children to be less than, to be, we were too much of all of these things. We were too loud and too emotional and too sensitive and and too shy and too vocalized and too rude and all of these things we were too much and so we slowly started stripping ourselves away so that we would fit into this either or dualistic duality lifestyle culture and it's not serving us so most of us myself included I love connecting with others I love going to the events that I go to and sharing what I do. I love being in this space of being able to share. And I also equally am not interested in having to choose a side because there's no side that resonates with me. And so as I'm thinking and really like getting such clarity about this, it's not an it's not a replacement. It's a it's an, an in addition to. So you can have your lifestyle culture. You can drive your car, you can live in your house, you can live wherever you want. You can make Instagram worthy photos <laughs> if that's your thing. You can create space to live and do you and trans and it, and alchemize it into pure magic force energy by being more of yourself by integrating more of yourself let me know your thoughts on this i would really really love to hear if the duality aspects uh, is something that you often kind of get pulled into even though you're not usually that thinker. I know ever since COVID for the past two years, dualistic thinking and choosing a side has been rampant in destroying people's communication, relationships, and everything like that. It's been, well, if you don't believe what I believe, then I don't I can't even, I can't even be, you know, near you. And that type of thinking does not create shifts. And I'm not saying to not have healthy boundaries because we can often go, okay, well, we're going to alchemize through this. So I just don't need to have boundaries. I'm going to be transmuted through this experience and I'm just going to see more clearly. But we also have to have incredible boundaries because we don't want to get sucked in to that dualistic black and white, red and blue, left or right, backs, unvax, all of these things that really shift into this energy of I'm right, which makes you wrong, which makes us not compatible, And when we go to that space, there's no room for more. So whenever I'm working with somebody, I don't actually have to know their views. I I get to understand them on their, their whole soul, magical self plane. Their views, their politics, their beliefs, don't actually matter. The plants don't give a shit about them, which is why the plant medicine, which is why my herbal medicine and my potions work so good. Because the plants are like, I don't care what you believe. (laughs) Like, We're just going to go in and repair all this shit that you don't know anything about. There's no judgments there. There's no condemnation. There's not this thing of, well, if you believe that, then you must be this. And that is the type of thinking when I was even stuck there of when you say versus like we have to get up, remove ourselves completely, which I've done a pretty good job. (laughs) I've, I've been working at getting up and removing myself completely for the past 13 years. So, but Even though I've removed myself and I live off-grid on 22 acres, 55 miles from the closest city in all directions, uh, I'm still very much in and my children are in and my husband is in the current lifestyle culture. There's no escaping it especially like my husband loves video games. He lo- he's a gamer. We're in the crypto world. Like there's so many different things that we're involved in. Uh, my kids, you know, are in play groups and they are in Dungeons and Dragons and they enjoy things. And so I think, you know, when they were little, so this would have been about nine years ago, I was very much wanting to rid myself of any of the current culture. I really wanted to just annihilate it and go to something more simple, more true, more honest, more in integrity. And I was able to do that. But even so, we were still like buying Uh, auctions like storage wars we were still buying storage units and getting all of this stuff and like then we started traveling and there's so much more out there than just stuff there's this beauty and there's people who are incredible and there's more to it and we met so many people that I don't agree with their belief systems at all and yet I see them as family like they're just I see them beyond their beliefs. And I think we need to, me, I am excited. I feel that I'm seeing this whole thing from a different and new perspective because it is all about being more of my magical self, integrating more of who I am being more authentic, being more, and adding all of those little pieces that got stripped away that made me feel like I was different. So I had to overachieve to show that I wasn't different and I wasn't uh, different, right? So I put on something that wasn't necessarily fully me, And that has been the root of my worthlessness for my entire life. And so through this process, through this understanding today, in this moment, it's so powerful because there's this unraveling that is happening. Like I can feel it. It's happening at lightning speed right now. And I'm hoping that you are getting a sense of it too, that we don't have to choose anymore. Absolutely create healthy boundaries for your own knowings and absolutely create space for your own authentic path at all costs. And allow for ourselves to release, those that we've been trying to prove wrong because when you, when I shift, when I shift out of this current dual, dual, duality lifestyle culture, there is something that transmutes all of my understanding and I'm like, whoa, there is a huge cosmic, multidimensional space going on here. And I'm hyper-focused right here. I can't even see, like I've got blinders on. When we're doing this, our world starts getting smaller. And so stepping through the duality into the alchemy of what is possible when we take an alchemized duality, it shifts. You take two things that are opposites, you put them together and you create something magical. And so much of my life has been that journey. And yet I found the past few years right alongside so many others getting sucked into this duality aspect And I was really just doing, I first started doing the magical mothering method of May of 2020. And I could see how beneficial that process was for me to be in and like living in and making the workbooks and doing the videos and studying to being fully immersed in that for full 13 months. And then when I kind of came out of that, it was like, well, what now? And I started getting bombarded with all of these other things that were going on in the, in the world. And uh, there's this really amazing aspect that happens when we can see what's going on in the world and then step through that, integrating more of our own magical selves. And so what does that look like? It doesn't look like this versus that which I've been talking a lot about the past few weeks is like lifestyle culture versus nature culture, which is why I love doing these Facebook lives because everything that I have said <laughs> the past eight months, I've just contradicted myself. And so as this should, this is my process though. My process really is constantly unraveling to understand and to alchemize and to transcend the last thing that I said so that by the time I come on here tomorrow and by the time I'm done with my rest week next week, like that starts on Wednesday and goes through the following week, I will be in a completely different dimensional reality. And by doing these things, I understand that we're not meant to be stagnant. We're not meant to be these stale, stagnant, holding on to our belief systems. I'm right. I'm in the Missouri now. So sometimes I get into my accent quickly. <laughs> so we are not meant to be holding on so tightly to our beliefs that we stay stagnant in our energetic multi-dimensional growth. I hope that makes sense. So good morning, Brittany. Good morning, Alexandra. I would love to hear your comments. If you would like to post anonymously in the Magical Mothering Facebook group, please do so. If you'd like to go over into our private community that is completely off of social media, I have a Discord group that you access by being a Patreon member starting at only $3 a month. So thank you for being here. I'm excited to where this takes us because I myself have been that holding on. I'm going to be right about goddess culture. I'm going to be right that a woman birthed this universe. And yes, I can have those thoughts. I can have that understanding, but I don't have to judge and condemn others for not believing that. And I don't have to keep triggering people, which is so important. Like this is the reason I think I've been stuck personally writing the book that I'm writing is I, not that I don't, that I care if I trigger people because that, came out wrong, but whatever. Um, My journey is my journey. Like if my journey triggers other people, that's their responsibility, not so much mine. Just like I know when I'm triggered by somebody else, it's my own journey that's triggering me, not them personally. So I get to always do the inner work going in. Uh, But I really didn't want this book to be like, trigger, 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 trigger. Only this type of people and only this type of belief systems is this book Applicable for. And so that's where I'm like, okay, back to what I was originally, my original download of remembering your magical self. The goddess culture is in the past, and I don't know what's going to be in the future, but I definitely don't want to dredge up a 7,000 year old traditions and try to implement them today. I would like to transmute and alchemize what is happening now so that we can live our multidimensional, full, whole, more of ourselves, more of our magical selves, personas, and really, really experience what nature has to share with us and how much more magic life is when I am in tune with the rhythms of nature, living in nature. And that's me. That's my journey. And I know a lot of uh, people watching it really do enjoy those processes as well. And if anything, are on some sort of a healing journey. So thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for listening in. Thanks for being a part of my madness and my unravelings and my throwing everything out, including the baby with the bathwater. Just start and go, ha! man, I had it all right seven years ago. (laughs) Sometimes we just get to see what, you know, see what comes through. So I am now energized and excited and know full well what I'm doing with my own personal book writing and where it's going. But I really could not have written the book in the mindset of fear and dualistic thinking and anything of that sort. So maybe in your own life, where is fear coming up? And where is dualistic thinking coming up for you? Um, Let's have a conversation about this, because I think this is really vital right now. And if we can create space to add in more resources to ourselves, rather than being on the outskirts of, well, I don't want to give up what I currently do in order to go into that space. Like, I'm such a I just, I'm such an extremist in certain aspects. And obviously, I mean, I live in the snow uh, for fun. So uh, (laughs) there's aspects where we don't have to be so dualistic in our thinking, unless it's something that really inspires you and then grab hold of it and go for it. Like, don't hold yourself back anymore, just because of the dualistic thinking that has been put on us. So in what ways has my large thumb, my thumbs only like this, in what ways have your uh, thinking been fearful or fear induced? And then in what ways have dualistic thinking been keeping you stagnant or stuck? So I shared mine already definitely with this book process. I could not have written this book in this dualistic thinking manner that I was. So, um, I'm excited. I think I'm gonna, yeah, I feel it. I feel that the floodgates opening. Uh, I work with a lot of people that have, they're like, I have blockages. Maybe look at in what ways the blockages are caused by dualistic thinking. See if that shifts some things in yourself. And if not, you can always book a session at magicalmothering.com. Or I have tons of herbal potions that can help release energetically physically different blocks that are going on in the body as well so thank you for being here have an absolutely magical day and I will see you all tomorrow